Well, when most of us think of tsunamis hitting our country, a place like Kapiti isn't necessarily what comes to mind. That perception may need to be revisited uh, in light of some dramatic new research into what have uh, been amongst the most massive tsunamis ever experienced here. James Goff at the University of New South Wales uh, has been looking into this issue as a lead researcher. He joins us uh, this morning. Uh, good morning, James. Good morning. Yes, Kapiti. What a med sometimes thinks with Kapiti Island there, it would have been sheltered, but not so. Well, yes. I mean, we, we've been working in that area for, oh gosh, 25 years now, and the first place we looked was actually Kapiti Island, and we found, you know, three or four tsunamis have, have affected that uh, island at least in the last couple of thousand years. In terms of the Kapiti coast then, you have found evidence of, well, relatively recent tsunamis, we say, sort of four or five hundred years, is it? Yeah, exactly. About, about 500 or, or so years ago, yeah. And this is one that we find uh, all the way up the Kapiti coast and uh, even around southern Taranaki as well. And how are you able to determine that? Is it partly through sort of the sand, but also the uh, the Maori who were living there at the time too? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, the exciting thing about this work is we used a lot of different lots of uh, evidence. So, for example, yes, the geology, yes, the sand. Um, but, uh, you know, Maori had been living in the area prior to this event and uh, suddenly the sites were all abandoned at around about the time this event happened and you don't see it being reoccupied for a very long time. So, in other words, you know, they moved inland and uphill, which is exactly what people do in, in uh, modern tsunamis as well. And are you able to determine the extent of this tsunami? What sort of power and size? Well, uh, you know, this was a quite a long way inland where we found this evidence. You know, we're talking probably about a kilometre inland. So it's moving a lot of sand a kilometre inland. So it's a fairly large event. Uh, Height-wise, that's difficult to say how high it was, but the extent of coastline goes from uh, sort of central Taranaki coast uh, way down uh, on the west coast of the South Island. And the, just finally, these, are, these would have been triggered by local earthquakes? Well, it's a, that's a, I, I guess the answer to that is yes, but we don't know which ones caused them, and that's really the, the interesting problem we have is, you know, we, we know a tsunami's been caused. What the heck was the source? Right, well, and you presumably you're continuing to work on that, are you? Well, you know, one keeps on working, quarter of a century down, another quarter to go, maybe. It'd be good to know, be good to know. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we live with the, uh, the spectre of earthquakes in Wellington, that is for sure. Thank you very much for your time this morning. That is James Goff of the University of New South Wales.